This morning's scripture reading comes from Psalm 135. Praise the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Give praise, O servants of the Lord, who stand in the house of the Lord, in the courts of the house of our God. Praise the Lord, for the Lord is good. Sing to his name, for it is pleasant. For the Lord has chosen Jacob for himself, Israel as his own possession. For I know that the Lord is great, and that our Lord is above all gods. Whatever the Lord pleases, he does, in heaven and on earth, and the seas and all deeps. He it is who makes the clouds rise at the end of the earth, who makes lightnings for the rain and brings forth the wind from his storehouses. He it was who struck down the firstborn of Egypt, both of man and of beast, who in your midst, O Egypt, sent signs and wonders against Pharaoh and all his servants who struck down many nations and killed mighty kings, Sahan king of the Amorites, and Og king of Bashan, and all the kingdoms of Canaan, and gave their land as a heritage, a heritage to his people Israel. Your name, O Lord, endures forever, your renown, O Lord, throughout all ages. For the Lord will vindicate his people and have compassion on his servants. The idols of the nations are silver and gold, the work of human hands. They have mouths, but do not speak. They have eyes, but do not see. They have ears, but do not hear, nor is there any breath in their mouths. Those who make them become like them, so do all who trust in them. O house of Israel, bless the Lord. O house of Aaron, bless the Lord. O house of Levi, bless the Lord. You who fear the Lord, bless the Lord. Blessed be the Lord from Zion, he who dwells in Jerusalem, praise the Lord. The prophet Isaiah declares that the grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of the Lord stands forever. And friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Do you remember the 21st night of September? Love was changing the minds of pretenders while chasing the clouds away. If you remember that, you know that I'm quoting from Earth, Wind, and Fire's song, September, which is a song that points out the importance of remembering. It's important to remember crucial events and crucial truths as we go out through our lives. And scripture often calls us to remember, to remember the incredible acts of the Lord, to remember who the Lord is. And so what better thing to do during homecoming than to remember these things and to join with the psalmist calling us to praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. As the servants of the Lord, we are called to bring him praise, to give him glory, to rejoice in who he is, to sing to his name, to sing of his character. And this is not something we do out of some meaningless ritual. No, we are declaring what we believe in our hearts is true. That the Lord is worthy to be praised. Now we know that we celebrate when our team wins a game. In fact, last week we know that Kathy was really celebrating because she was handing out lollipops to all of us, which was wonderful, by the way. If we do that, 
If we celebrate holidays and birthdays, if we celebrate different events, how much more should we be celebrating the Lord? And why is the psalmist so adamant about us praising the Lord? Because the Lord is good. Goodness is an essential quality we look for in people, right? You want to be friends with good people. You want a boss who is a good person. And yet even the most good person will sometimes fail us. God, however, never will. His goodness exceeds all human goodness. And his goodness reminds us that he is trustworthy at all times. Even when every single other person in our lives fails us and is untrustworthy, God is good and trustworthy to his people. Praise the Lord because he chose Israel as his own people. Now, at first glance, we might read this part of the passage and think, well, I'm not Jewish. What does this have to do with me? But this is a really big deal to us as well. Because by believing in Jesus, we become a part of the people of Israel. All who trust in Jesus, whether they are Jewish or not, become part of the people of God. And you and I are among those whom God has chosen to be his people. Not because of anything good in us, but because of everything good in God. What's more is if God had not chosen the people of Israel in the Old Testament, we would have no Messiah, no Savior, no salvation. And so when we praise the Lord for this, we're also thanking him for saving us. And we're thanking him that we belong to him. And the psalm also tells us to praise the Lord because the Lord is sovereign. He is in charge of all things in creation. He makes clouds rise. He makes lightning for rain. He brings the wind. And these are all demonstrations of God's power, but also of his provision. Because these are things that our world and our lives need to thrive. And so we're called to praise him because he can do all these things. And he is in charge and can be trusted because he is good. Now we know that not everything that happens to us is good. But God himself is good. And he does not leave us in good times or bad. He has seen us through every trial of our lives and will continue to do so. How has God shown his faithfulness in your life? The psalm also tells us to praise the Lord for what he has done. The psalmist is essentially saying, hey, do you guys remember the amazing things that God did way back when? Let's talk about them. By God's power, God struck down the firstborn of Egypt. He sent signs and wonders against Pharaoh and his servants so the Israelites could be delivered from slavery. God struck down other nations and kings in order to protect his people as they wandered through the desert and in order to give them the land he promised. Israel is called to remember these things even hundreds of years later. 
And their history is our history. Their story is our story. Because we too are called to praise the Lord for the things he has done. As God delivered the Israelites from slavery in Egypt, he has delivered us from slavery to sin. He has transformed our hearts through Christ, and he's been there every single moment. And so we praise him for these things and more. We can think about specific examples from our own lives where we have seen him at work. We can think about specific examples in this church where we have seen him work. You know, for Israel, their defining moment was God rescuing them out of slavery. But for this church at this time, our defining moment was the fire and the rebuilding of this church. Because it was a time of witnessing God's grace and provision in the midst of tragedy. It was a time of trusting him in uncertainty. A time of choosing to worship even while the building is burning. And of seeing God work in amazing ways. Now, I was not here for that, but that's part of my history too, because we are one church family. And so for these things and more, we praise God. What about you? What ways have you seen God at work in your life? Let us draw on these things to fuel our praise to him. And let's let these things fuel our trust in God when hard times come to remind us that he is faithful. The psalmist reminds us to praise the Lord because the Lord vindicates his people. Verse 14, For the Lord will vindicate his people and have compassions on his servants. How many of you know life is not easy? Bad things happen. We struggle tremendously. There is hurt and pain that can be unbearable. But the Lord will vindicate his people. He will show that our trust in him has never been in vain. And he will and he does have compassion on his people. He doesn't ignore our pain. He's with us in it. In fact, we have a God who became human and endured the worst of human pain in order to save us. And it is a beautiful thing that we have a compassionate God. After times of struggle, we do see that, yes, trusting him was worth it. And these things can only be said of the Lord. No other so-called gods are like him. Whether they're other gods like the idol statues of the nations around Israel, whether they're things that claim our highest affection like money, fame, wealth, or looks, all of these things will fail us. But the Lord is faithful. He never will. How have you seen him be faithful? And the psalm ends with, Blessing to the Lord. In fact, I'd like to call this section of the psalm, Bless the Lord, y'all. To bless God is to praise him. And the psalmist calls out all different people, urging them to bless the Lord. The nation as a whole, 
the descendants of Aaron, the priests who are the house of Levi, those who fear the Lord, who honor the Lord. And the psalm itself concludes with a blessing to the Lord. Blessed be the Lord from Zion, he who dwells in Jerusalem, praise the Lord. As Israel was called to bless and praise the Lord for who he is and what he has done, so let us do the same. God is good and he works in so many wonderful ways. And what a blessing it is to be able to share that together with one another and continue to do that. And so as you think and you go through your week, as you go through the next weeks, remember those ways that God has been faithful in your life. Ways that, you know what, we sometimes forget. But if we, we look back, if you keep a journal or if we have old photos even, we can be reminded, oh my goodness, the Lord was so faithful and I didn't even remember. Lord, thank you for what you do. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for your faithfulness and goodness, that you are so wonderful and gracious. We praise you for all that you are, for all the work that you have done in our lives and through this church. We pray that you would help us to continue to trust in you, to trust in your faithfulness, both when life is amazing and when life is extraordinarily difficult. You are worthy of our praise. Help our hearts to be focused on you. In Jesus' name, amen.